This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a first half between the Redskins and the Eagles, and then the pretty strong half, second half effort by RG3 and company. We give our game balls, our kick in the balls, and much, much more. Live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? What's up? Excellent! Josh is not with us this evening due to some miscommunication. Ish. On the podcast day and time. Ish. But hopefully he'll be back with us next week, dudes, because, uh, uh, well, it'd be nice if he would show up. Anyway, um, in any event, welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode 337, dudes. Shout out to Desmond C. Lee. Our benevolent sponsor, a long time benevolent sponsor now, at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked. Hacked. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Twitter, dudes, if you guys want to follow us, we are at Harry Hog. that is... H-A-R-R-Y hog on Twitter. You can also email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Check out the website, all that good stuff. Or give us a ring-a-ding-ding at 177-HARRY-HOG and leave a message about your thoughts from the game. Or if you event after that game, you just call up and leave us a message. And People use that number to vent about the game. They do. And just know that, that, that you may end up Part of your call may end up on the podcast, especially if it's funny. Especially after Monday night games, because I think dudes are like <sighs> sitting alone in their living rooms like at 11 o'clock at night and like their wives and everything or have midnight. already gone to bed and they don't have anyone to vent to. So they just. And they can't yell and scream like all frustrated because so they, they wake up the wife or they wake up the kids or the neighbors will call the police. You don't have neighbors though, dude. I know I can go out and scream, but I'd wake up Suzanne probably. <laughs> you can go out and scream at the coyotes. Um. Anyway, what a debacle, dudes! What the hey? Um. It was like you're not ready for prime time players for almost the entire first half. Anyway, yeah. Um. First of all, I wanted to say I haven't looked at any news outlet about anything Redskins related since the game because I don't want to know good. what people are saying. Well, I, I did text you. I think, yeah, I texted you yesterday. It seems like so long ago. And I was I was driving around for, with work, and I was flipping back and forth between the two uh, sports stations. And I hear on Dan Patrick, Peter King is just like blowing his load all over the Philadelphia Eagles, That's going fine, but- absolute crazy. And and at least Dan Patrick was trying to kind of keep it in perspective with him. And then I went over to ESPN, and of course, Colin Cowherd was just doing the same thing because he's he's such a homer, like like front runner. No, no, he's not. But he, I didn't mean homer. He's like a front runner. He's a very. I like this team. This team is great. And then he makes up like stats and numbers that that aren't right. Just to you know, seventy percent of the time they ran the ball when it's not true at all. He just makes stuff up to make himself sound smart. All right, you want to hear my thought about this? Oh, and he's a jerk people too like really mean you want to hear my thought about this whole um eagles new offense it was pretty evident through the game dude 
By the beginning yeah. of the second quarter, they'd already slowed down. They were taking 25 seconds to hike it. Yeah. And Their own by team the beginning of the third quarter, it was just a normal offense that kind of sucked because we shut them down in the second half. Yeah, people were saying, oh, they were running the ball more because they were trying to, to, you know, run down the clock and stuff. It's like, no, they're predicated on the run. They got stopped. Yeah. Look at the – I don't have the statistics in front of me, but look at the statistics Josh, in the second Josh, half. statistics from the second half, please. Oh. Look at the how many total plays both teams ended up running at the end. Yeah. Like, people were freaking out that the – they ran the most plays ever in the first half of a football game or what, or some stat of that nature. It's like, well, we asked the B three times in the first six plays and gave them three, the ball three times and two points in the first six offensive plays of the game. I'm not so look, yeah, they did run a lot of plays and yeah, they were fast and they I'm, were very fast. And that was good for them. That was really good for them. But it's like the tortoise and the hare, dude. There's no way that an NFL team, like you were saying, with only 53 players instead of whatever 100 or so that college can have, can do that for 16 straight games. Yeah, I mean, those fatty offensive linemen are not going to be able to run that over and over and over. And, and dudes, of by the week two six, they're going to be done, dude. Well, you know, RG3 had a terrible, absolutely terrible first half. We know that. But in the second half, it was like the first half was his preseason. Second half, he really came back around. He just clicked and, and started, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, and the offense was moving and everything, and it was good. We just ran out of time. Yeah. But, oh, where was I going with that? Oh, but but at the end of the game, you know, most people expected if one of those quarterbacks was going to be limping off the field, it was going to be RG3. But uh-uh. Who limped off that field and who was looking all banged up? Dude, he got annihilated in that game. He's getting He was getting killed in the second half. Mm-hmm. Once Hazlitt started... Blitzing in the beginning of the second quarter, yeah. I mean, Which it took exactly like over, it took like a quarter for our defense to figure it out, and now other teams are going to watch yeah. what Hazlitt ended up doing, and you know, it's like we put the first game of of abuse on Michael Vick. Everyone else can thank us for that. And we got was, the first tape on this new offense. They can thank us for that. And it was kind of like a perfect storm, dude, that let the Eagles win this game, and I'll go to Oh, it. man. It's I mean, RG3. fumble on the very first play. It's the RG3 fumbles. coming back, throws that in the triple, triple coverage. Yeah, I mean. And then the safety. Yeah, there's his rustiness. There's the all, well, there's more than that. There's all those fumbles and rustiness from RG3 and just not playing in the offense. Then you got um, this new offense that no one's seen from the Eagles. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, those are the three things. The fumbles, the rustiness from RG3, and the new offense. Oh, and there's the fourth thing. Hmm. Our rookie defenders. Oh, my God. Especially How many Rambo. Rambo. They didn't know what was going on, dude. Rambo was horrible. And it was their first game, so they're nervous. It's their first NFL game. Yeah. I mean, there's all that Rambo. stuff that happened. Cool. They said that the entire Redskins defense looked like deer, you know, in the headlights. Rambo sucked. Like a quarter, quarter and a half. I'd say a quarter and a half. That's probably true. Rambo. But Rambo was that way the whole game. He was so behind. He was just he bad angles, just like we were seeing all preseason with him. Just wow. He was they yeah. were owning. Whoops, there's the dogs. <laughs> it's my guard dogs. Hey, look. The first touchdown from the Eagles 
Yeah. Rambo was uh quiet dogs. And I'm not editing this out, I don't care. All right. <laughs> the first touchdown, Rambo was just kind of standing out there like five yards off the ball on the left side of the field, just standing there, not covering yeah. anyone. It's like, dude, get back there and help D Hall. Because oh, don't get me started on D Hall. Holy crap. Talk once again, and I haven't seen anyone say a thing about this in writing or hear it on TV, and maybe I missed it. But once again, D Hall on a third down, we hold them on defense. And what does D Hall do? He gets a stupid personal foul. We didn't hold him, dude. Correction. The guy had just gotten the first. Oh, oh. But still. He got in the first at like the forty yard line. He and then we gave him fifteen yards more, stupidly. Yeah, and we had just that was right after Hazlitt had started figuring out what they were doing, was getting to Vic and everything, and it was looking like, you know, we could come back. And who blows his top? D Hall. That was retarded. You know, I don't even remember, dude. I don't think that's a a. a an appropriate use of the word nowadays. Oh, it's politically incorrect? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> Whatever. But D. Hall, just seriously, did, I, couldn't, I can't even remember. remember. I'm going to have to go back and look. Is he a captain again this year? I hope not. He got cut. How could he be a captain? Well, sometimes they made him a captain last year because they were trying to give him more responsibility so he wouldn't do stupid things like, I don't know, get that. personal foul penalties stupidly. What was that? Or, I don't know, hold like the guy up and dance with him for 30 yards dude like, was like did last year. Dude was like three yards out of bounds. It was almost as bad as that Clay Matthews hit on Kaepernick. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Although it wasn't like a dirty hit. I mean, he hit him way late out of bounds in that game. But he didn't like like drive him into the ground like a pile driver or anything. It was like just a regular tackle. But it was, I mean, it was way late and deserved the, the penalty for sure. He was like sailor diving at him. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, yeah. But Seriously. they, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And was, on that safety, I was sitting there like RG3 looked like he wanted to pick it up and chuck it out of the end zone. And he was like, uh, and like Alfred Morris is just like fell on it. I don't know. Maybe it was the wise thing to do to take the safety at that point. But I was like, I didn't have a problem with that because how many times you fumble a ball gets fumbled in the end zone and then like, and then like yakety sack starts playing, you know, and, and (laughs) like Albert Morris gets up and it's like, picks up the ball or something and tries to run it out or chuck it or something. It's like, Eagles. you know what I did have a problem with though? The play call. Why are you pitching it back 10 yards into your own end zone? Why? That was a little questionable. Did not like that call at all. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Is that one, <laughs> can I still say that word in the United States of America? I, th- I think you can say that word in pretty much any, any country. Okay. Maybe not Russia. Yeah, well, you know, sneaky Russians. Anyway, I want to give out a, sh- a shout out to Mexico also because we totally destroyed them last night. That's in soccer. In case you yeah. Um, yeah. USA. USA. We're going to the World Cup and Mexico might not. Anyway, enough about so, soccer. Um, enough about soccer, but one more. All right. USA. 
Are you giving the O-line report? No, dude, that's you. <sighs> I didn't really remark on them this week. Here, let me uh, let me give it. Yeah. You got the stats pulled up for me at least cuz I don't even have those. For the O-line, I'm efforting. I'm efforting. Franco-American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O-face. And now the O-line report with yours truly. I thought the O-line um well, kind of defied eventually. They did all right in the second half. The first half, they weren't opening up that much for... Actually, I don't really remark on them. I think they did all right. They well, they How many sacks did they give up? One, two? They gave up a total. Where the hell are sacks on this list? Where the hell are the sacks? They didn't give up um, as many hits on the is. quarterback as the Eagles did, that's for sure. Washington gave up three sacks. Okay. As did Philadelphia. And I think all ours were in the first half and all theirs were in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think they did okay, especially for a first game. It didn't seem like we were able to get our running game going like we usually do, though. No, no, I, I agree with that hundred percent. And uh I, I, they 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 gave up a I don't know if it was just adjusting to his speed or what, but they were they were pretty much just as bad as ever. The whole entire offense was just bad. Mm-hmm. Like, they were not focused. They were not on. I mean, you guys watched it. You, you know what we're talking about. The first half was a debacle. It was a complete debacle. It was a nightmare. I'm not editing that out either. <laughs> At um, least they did say something like, Poo! Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they were pretty pumped to watch the game for like the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. Because you know why? Their ages are one digit. Mm-hmm. How many kids who ate, whose ages are one digit can watch more than five minutes of football? It's a rare occasion. Yeah. Even if they love football. It's like football, 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 flowers. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. I want to play Candyland. Anyway, back to the game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have to say this. Overall, I was extremely disappointed in the first half. And then the second half, I was getting worried for the entire season. And then the second half happened, and it was just too little too late. But I think we're going to be okay. I think I think some people out there were like, oh, like we were saying earlier, the Eagles were letting off the gas in the second half, and maybe they were to a little bit, but not for long, Mm-mm. if they were. I think it was much more that we were figuring them out and shutting them down, and we were getting our stuff going. We just we just, uh, we just, just ran out of time. I, but I think there's a lot of positives to take from it. I, I have a feeling uh, our offense is going to be really good. Now, our defense, Emerson wasn't terrible, but Rambo, Rambo was horrible. We're in trouble right there with that. And, dude, why in the world, was it just me or were the Eagles running the ball up the middle at will? And the half giant was inactive. Yeah. What is that about? Yeah, they were. I mean, McCoy had almost 200 yards of rushing, dude. Yeah. I I mean, he's a talented rusher. We know that, but I was still pretty bad. Yeah, it it was pretty bad. But at the same time, I mean, I wish I could see RG three stats by half because I think, first of all, we were remiss if we didn't say that RG three had his 
his personal record for passing yards in this game and interceptions. He had two picks. He only threw five all last year. You realize that? Dang. No, I did not realize that. So he started getting a little more accurate in the second half because, I mean, a lot of that, a lot of the offense, you know, uncrispness in the first half was <laughs> was him missing passes, throwing behind people. and. Oh, yeah, he was he was off and forcing the ball into triple coverage, stuff yeah. like that. And there were some drop balls, too. Wow. Like Mickey Mouse Hankerson, remember that one that would have kept a drive alive? Yeah, but then he ended up having two touchdowns. That's true. Dude, he's he's I mean he, hit or miss. Stature wise, he's nothing like him, but he sure is like fifty fifty Clark, man. Never know. He just drops easy stuff and the hard catches, he's just like whoop, bring it on in. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll do a lot better this week. Yeah. And um let's go ahead and go into the injury report, dude. All right. I've I've been efforting some of that information right now. They're saying that Emerson Hold on, dude. Uh oh, Josh. I haven't the need for the pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. And now the injury the report with Josh. All right, what's the deal with Kerrigan, dude? Kerrigan, no concussion. That's the most important one. No concussion. He passed all concussion tests. Sweet. Good. So he is he is good to go. No issues whatsoever. Um who else? Let's see. Hey, Emerson. What about Golston and uh, uh, Chet Baker? I think they were both faking, dude. When Chet Baker was limited in practice today on Wednesday, but they say it was because of illness. Right. Um, Chris Thompson practiced ankle. Brandon Merriweather practiced groin. Dude, I'm, grad, tackle, I'm glad Barry, you brought Chris Thompson up because I'm going to talk about it. Nose tackle Barry Cofield, um, club hand, practiced. Yeah. So. Um. I still think that Golston and Chet Baker were faking those cramps to slow down that offense. I think so, too. I mean, it was warm, no doubt, out there. And it's the first game we were going and going, and they were really going. Because, I mean, you, despite no matter what your opinion of, of how good the Eagles' offense was for half or the whole game, they were, they were going fast. Oh yeah! They're at the first quarter, for the first quarter, they were really fast, and like we were saying, their guys were even getting gassed, especially all the linemen. But yeah, I, I, I have no doubt that our guys were just like, "Oh man, my leg." Yeah, like the first thing that our, our um, Michael Vick said in his interview when they asked him about the game is he said he was tired, and that's when I was like, "Dude, he can't do this all year. He's getting banged up." You know? Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Be tired. No doubt. We'll see. We'll see. They have a pretty decent backup quarterback, but we'll see. Um, uh, what about Garcon? I think he went out with cramps or something, too. Yeah, no, no word on Garcon, so it sounds like he's all right. Any word on Griffin's knee, or is that everyone forget about that and just think about... You know, I haven't heard off. a single person say, is he limping, is he not limping, is anything going on with that? haven't heard a single thing, so apparently he's he's doing okay or he's hiding it. Yeah, okay. Um, Did you hear him talking about the brace? He was telling yeah, how the NFL? on the league. He was like, the league said I had to cover up the brace. 
during the game. And and the league actually came out today and said, we didn't tell him he had to cover up the brace. And it's like, well, who the hell was telling him? And they're like, who told you that? And he was like, the league, the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like whoever the, uh, the, the, the uniform police guy is that's up in the press box. He's like, and then, the, then, then today the league was like, we didn't say that. And then he was like, I don't know. I mean, I got fined $10,000 for a T-shirt, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell he was just like, whatever, over it. You know what I mean? So, especially after losing. He was very disappointed in himself. Oh, yeah. He would not we're, admit we're that he speak. was rusty either. He was like, I'm not saying I was rusty. I'm just saying I didn't play good. That wasn't an excuse. Yeah. But that's the truth. It's not an excuse. It's the truth. He hadn't played. Yeah, yeah. So that brings up a good question, though. Do you think he should have gotten some uh, preseason playing time nope. in actual preseason games? Nope. Because? Because I think he shouldn't have. <laughs> well, all right. You want to know why? He's not hindsight the best color commentary man. And <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty, but I thought that we would have been able to come out here and had him take it easy and still beat the Eagles, to tell you the truth. Well, like I didn't expect him earlier, to be that inaccurate. I thought that he would have got enough practice from the drills that he did to be accurate in an actual game. And plus the uh, plus the the three turnovers and two free points we gave them in the first six plays. Yeah, and you if know, you look that at that totally too, screwed up, screwed up the rhythm and everything. And if you look at those three turnovers, we were still in this game to the very end. After that, oh yeah, and after that offense, that that blitzkrieg. So, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not really worried about the team right now. If they would have played the whole game like they did the first half, I would have been worried. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fact that they came out in the second half and played a lot better and looked better and just everything, it was... I'm not that concerned. Now, if we find out tomorrow that, you know, RG3's knee is starting to swell up a little bit, then I will be concerned, dude. And you know what else? If I find out that Merriweather is not going to play this week, I'm going to be concerned because they had to put Biggers back there to play safety. Yeah. He's not a safety. We didn't talk about that, but that's when we started playing better when Hazlitt was finally like, okay, dude. Um, w- they moved Rambo to strong safety, right? They moved EJ... Mm, I don't know. They moved... They EJ moved Biggers. Biggers. Free safety to free safety over Reed Dowdy, which I thought was which interesting. Which was weird, yeah. And then what did they have? Amerson come in as the uh nickel guy, I think he was the nickel guy, but Rambo was still in there, wasn't he? He was in there a lot, but they do a lot of weird packages like that, yeah. I didn't know what so. was going on, but I know that Rambo was not good. I know who was good though, Perry Riley, yeah, and he Kerrigan, was. of course. Kerrigan was a beast. Yeah. Arakpo was kind of quiet. He sure was. And again, his first game back. He got held a couple times, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. He they called one held. of them, I think. He gets held a lot. Um, I don't know if they don't call the holds on him because he kind of looks like he's playing it up a little bit or what, but he gets held a lot. What was up with that dude? Who was it on our team? It was like Niles Paul or someone that jumped off off sides on our own snap count. Was it Niles Paul? I don't remember. I remember the play you're talking about, yeah. I'm sure Kenny Ken will write in and tell us, though. He might. He might know. I have not gone back to watch it. I haven't even had time to do that. I really wanted to, um, even though I didn't want to. 
So what is Brandon Merriweather? Is he day-to-day or is... They said he's practicing fully. He should be good to go. All right, good. We'll see. I mean, the guy can like sneeze and, and crack a vertebrae for all we know, the way that he's fragile. Or last time he got hit, he had a collision during warm-ups, remember, after he had played a half a game? No, he hadn't even played that game. He hadn't even played oh, yeah. yet at all. That put him at out a few point. more weeks, right? And then he came in and played like one game and then... A half. And then he was out for the rest of the season. And he was awesome injury. in that half, though. He was. He had an interception, I think a couple passes broken up. Fumble. Anyway, we need him back something. this week. Because we, we have did. a glaring hole named Rambo. <laughs> 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 did you hear what Trevor Maddich said about him? No, no. Dude, do a quick Google search and see if you can find it, because it was hilarious. He was basically like, some I forget what he said about him. Something like he didn't even look like he knew what sport he was playing or something like that. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry, but he was really, really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see him saying that, too. That's hilarious. I was just like, oh, snap, because that's what I was thinking. That's what everyone was thinking. Anyway. All right, let's go move on to the transaction report. What do we have? Anything? Let's see here. Uh, Transactions, no. All right, well, that settles that. Do you have anything else to add before we go into the break? I think we're good, Josh. Uh, Hold on, let me see what Josh has to say. Dear you guys. I called it. Oh, man. <laughs> Josh did actually watch the game, though. I, I, we were both received texts from him during the game, so, so we feel like we've made progress lately. Yeah, he texted me. <laughs> he said he texted me. He was like, dude, I'm a minute behind. Don't text me so quick. <laughs> he must have been watching on mine or something. I think he was watching it on the Go Watch ESPN app. All right. Which, by the way, is is rather good. Um, if anyone's tried to use like the Fox Soccer app or or what's the other one, the NBC Sport app, they kind of both suck. I can't watch the Go ESPN app. I don't think. I don't think you have Direct to TV have it. Let you do it. I don't know if they're on there or not. It's certain cable companies that do, and Direct TV right. is not one of them. Really. Yeah, which is weird because Verizon FiOS has it, and Direct Directv and FiOS are like have got some kind of weird partnership going on now. Suddenly, really, I don't know. Well, maybe Directv will get it soon, but until then, you can't. It's pretty sweet. All right, I guess I'll have to give you my uh, sign-in information. What? Who said that? I didn't say that. Watch out! We got lawyers that listen to this thing. Well, that's true. That's true. Like David C. Lee and David Lee. Desmond, Desmond Seeley. I'm mixing them up. Josh. David and Desmond Seeley, unrelated. Both <laughs> we are not relations. <laughs> well, all right. Hello? All right. Sorry. I was talking there. to Kay there. Oh. oh. She said, How many days until we go to Meemaw's house? Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yeah. Anyway, um, all right, well, we're going to go to a quick break, and we're going to come back and give our games and kicks and talk a little bit about the next game. It's back to a standard podcast, so we don't have to stretch this thing out too much because I know everyone's pretty depressed as it is. 
Yeah. But yeah. I am but, hopefully I am optimistic for this. I am day. optimistic too. I thought the second it really was a tale of two halves. Your your standard tale of two halves game. Yeah. So and I got one thing to say about the Eagles, tortoise and the hare, dude. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to break and we're gonna hear from Kenny Ken at this break and when we come back. We'll give our games and kicks and then round this thing out. Round. All right. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. A Redskins look I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. Love the Redskins. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. For basic freedom. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. All right, we're back. Ah. Are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was pretty upset at that game, I have to say. I was too. Thank goodness we weren't the late game. Every Monday night game should start at, well, it was supposed to start at 6.55, and they made a big deal of changing the kickoff time, and then it didn't start till like 7.12. Yeah. Do but we, that was fine. Can is, we start the games in a normal hour, please? Is it me, or do we suck in 9 out of 10 Monday night games? We always suck at, at night games. I, the fact that we won a couple last year was just, just astronomically awesome. Like the one against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we won't get flexed into that night game this year with the Dallas game. We will. Hopefully. Dude, you know we will. It will be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, I got a call from Will, and I'm going to promote this every week. I got a Will. He's going to meet up with us at the tailgating. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you guys are interested in meeting up before the Dallas game, we're going to be at the Hail BBQ setup, and they got a big spread. It's going to be sweet. They joke Dallas fans nonstop. It's pretty sweet. Yep. Josh will be there. Jamie will be there. Everyone's also known like, as Uncle Jim or Jimbo. <laughs> He's also known as Clem. <laughs> anyway. Dude, uh, before we do the, uh, the games and the kicks, quick update on the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. Um, I lost by like a half a point. 
You lost. Yeah. I lost by a whole hell of a lot. You lost by 13. I lost by like 55. And this was after I had to go into a past champion Abergorky Warriors team and cut all his Dallas Cowboys that he never cut from his team at the last minute. And I put Niles Paul on his team. I don't think he started him, but he still beat me. <laughs> I was like, man, that's weak. Um, other winners, Southside DC, Galapagos Grizzlies. I think he just matched his win total from last year. And Despicable Knee. I like that name. Oh, and Type 42 Rocks in Reading. Outstanding. Yeah, moving on. All right, moving on to the um, games and kicks. Uh, well, yeah. We have to do the what? Games first. The games first. And now, yeah. The coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award brought to you by. Who knows? Ridapoo. Nobody. Ridapoo. I think we need to rid ourselves of some poo here. Hmm. Game that was award. a poo poo award. I'll go ahead and give mine. Well, first, I guess we need to give Josh's first. Josh's Josh? Game Ball Award is going to go to Bakari Rambo. <laughs> for having an excellent effort as a rookie in his first game I thought he gave a good effort dudes alright now you go <laughs> alright my game ball award and this is going to blow your mind my game ball award goes to D'Angelo Hall what <laughs> I'll tell you why because you are a loser <laughs> Because in that first quarter, he had the wherewithal to go scoop up that ball that was just bouncing around on the ground on that alleged backwards pass I'll take by it. Michael Vick yep. and pick it up and slowly, lackadaisically almost, jog it into the end zone to not only score seven points, or six, Slow but down also the offense. slow down the offense because I'm sure that's exactly what he was thinking is that he was going to slow them down and buy his guys some time to breathe and not because he wanted to slow down and put up the spotlight right on himself for even longer. Especially yeah, why didn't when he, he just got like to the stop at the first one yard line though and just wait there and slow oh, it down. Dude, I, that's obviously the reason he did it. He must have done it because he was trying to slow the offense down because he knew they were going to get the ball right back. So he gets my game ball for that that smart heads up play, dude. I don't Especially know if you've ever given your game zone. ball to him. I have, I have. Only if they offset with a game kick and the balls. Anyway, all right, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Have, if you're not talking about him, I'm gonna have to go with Ryan Kerrigan. Absolutely, he was a beast. He batted that ball. Oh, he loves batting balls, man. He's like that guy in middle school that walked by and just pop. He had at least one sack. <laughs> and he's getting better every week. So my game ball goes to none other than Mr. Ryan Kerrigan. No concussion, yeah. Kerrigan. No concussion. Thank goodness. He was definitely our best uh, our best lineman. And yeah, if he's he's he may be benefiting from Arakpo getting the number one guy, but uh he keeps playing like this, he's gonna get the number one guy. And he had to play all last year against the number one guy so he's a good player all right i think it's time to move on to the uh the it's curse time of kicks. for this week's kicking the balls award
right, this week's Kicking the Balls Award goes to none other than... Oh, wait. It's brought to you by none other than Riddipoo. <laughs> I didn't want to give away my kick so early. All right, go ahead. Well, we've got to give Josh his first. Who's his Kicking the Balls Award? All right, Josh's Kicking the Balls Award is going to go to none other than... Ryan Kerrigan for not gutting out that last series. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, my kicking the balls is going to go to Miangelo Hall. I knew it. Offsetting ball. I knew when you said it. That's why I was just quiet. I was like, yep. You always give offsetting balls awards. (laughs) I'm giving him his kicking the balls because he got yet another personal foul, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty at a stupid time. Because the guy can't control his freaking emotions. Cut! All right. You ready for my kicking the balls award? Hopefully it's the first and last one that I ever give to this guy. It's pretty harsh. Oh, I know what you're going with. My kicking the balls award is going to have to go to Robert Griffin III. Because he threw not one, but two picks. And if we're going to set the standard, you know if Rex Grossman was in and threw two picks, he would get the kicking balls award. This is true. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Um, And that one interception was into triple coverage. Yeah, that was pretty. All pretty right. Now, you ridiculous. may be out there being like, well, it's first game, man. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? It was still horrible. Then on the other hand, in the second half, when he snapped out of it, you know. We see he figured that, it out. We see how important it is for us for him to play well. Right. We so, saw the RG three we're, we're kind of used to seeing uh, both quarters or both halves of a game in the second half. So that was nice. Yeah, but anyway, looking forward to it in a uh, Green Bay. This I had weekend. to get that one out of way. So I knew but, you were going to do that because I've it's only because Chris enough. Cooley is a uh, uh, retired. I think, and I've already talked enough about Bakari Rambo. <laughs> Wait, RG3 can't get my kick away. He can get a half kick for playing poorly in a half. But Bakari right, Rambo... You gotta, I was about to say, we got to give him like a collective kick or something because he was just ridiculously bad. Cut! Cut! You are a loser, sir. All right, dude. Yeah, uh, RG3 is only getting a mini kick, so take that off the list, uh, Nick the Greek. <laughs> I changed my mind. And Bakari Rambo is getting my kick. But, you know, I'm looking for better things to come this week. I think, I think we, it's good. I think we have a good chance of going into Green Bay and winning that ball game. I do too. Absolutely. Especially if Merriweather's back. It's going to help. Um, what else was I going to say about? Did you happen to find Trevor Maddich's quote, or did no one probably wrote about it? I guess no one wrote about it. I I could not find it. Anyway, so. it's interesting the lack of talk about RG 3s knee this after his first game. Finally, like no one's talking about it. They're just like RG three was not ready to come back. So I guess indirectly they're talking about it, but then at the same the next breath. Like Sally Jenkins from the Post, who wrote an article that was actually getting much derision today um, in various news outlets about how he sh- he came back too soon or didn't co- or I forget what the wording was, but it was just like uh, 
okay, he sucked in the first half. He was good in the second half. I don't think you need to write a whole story about it. Yeah. With a, you know, with a big, well, she's also the same person who I believe co-wrote the book with Alex Rodriguez. Was that who it was with? And then she defended him or something or somebody. It was some, some scumbag sports guy. And she was like the only person in the press to write a story like defending that person. And then it was like, oh, she co-wrote his biography with him, huh? Oh, how about that? So you always, you got to be careful when you read stuff from her. There there could be a alternative, well, ulterior motives. I don't think it was that he came back too soon because of his knee. I think it was he didn't get enough. There, I don't even know if I can say it was he didn't get enough practice and stuff in. But he had yeah. that whole that whole emotional thing of him actually being able to make it back into eight months. I think yeah. kind of distracted him from actually playing the game. And dude, the first game of the year is always it's it's always a, a, an outlier. You never you really can't base much on that very first game. I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to come light it up this fine. week. Yeah, I really do. It's it's we'll, we'll know a lot more about our team and everybody else's team when we get to uh we get to the end of uh Sunday and Monday this weekend. And actually, Robert Griffin the third in the press conference was pretty pumped talking about how excited he was about how the dudes just fought back and almost came back and won that thing. Yeah. So, which was pretty impressive because we got it handed to us in the first half. Yeah. And yeah, a crappier sure team would have just been like, oh, this sucks. But yeah. I don't think they ever gave I think they always thought they could come back and win. Yeah. Unlike did. Mexico against the United States oh, last night because oh. for like the last 15 minutes, they looked like the, after we scored the second goal, they, they were basically just going through the motions. Yeah, like giving up that penalty. Anyway, enough about soccer. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, <laughs> next I, Sunday, I game one, one. All right, go ahead. I do have one hog slop thing. Um, it kind of sucks. Doug Williams got fired at Grambling. What? You know why? Because why? last year they went one and ten, and this year they were zero and two with his son at quarterback. Oh man. So I guess you could kind of see what happened there Mm -hmm. but that sucks and you know he was coached there for a while and had a great record and then went to tampa for a while as a personnel person and then came back and was good his first year back at grambling but they have absolutely sucked there he was one in 13 in the second round so i have a feeling between that and his son being there yeah that's yeah um i was gonna say something else about the redskins um Hopefully we win this Sunday. Oh, you already said that. I forget what I was going to say. Something about Lambo. It doesn't matter. I think we have a good shot at winning. And uh, next game is Sunday, one o'clock. One o'clock. Redskins Standard Time. Yes, sir. Um, a little concerned about Clay Matthews' dirty hits on the quarterback, but you know we'll see. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about that. I'm a. Uh, I'm more. I'm more concerned about Aaron Rodgers picking our secondary freaking apart, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's my biggest concern. I'm not worried about our offense at all. Which is why we need Merriweather. Good Lord. Yes, and make the half giant at least active. I know. I don't I don't I don't understand oh. what that choice was about. We can't end the podcast yet until we talk about how bad Chris Thompson was on those kick returns and then he got relegated. Oh, yeah. To bring Santana oh, Moss yeah. In. Dude. Yeah, I guess he does get a mini kick. I can't believe we forgot about that. He kept running sideways. Or he would like call a fair catch at the three and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. He was not making uh, intelligent decisions back there. And yeah, jitters. That's cool. Whatever. We'll see if he has a job back this weekend. Yeah. I don't know if he'll make it past week four, to tell you the truth. Dude, he did not look like he was ready for prime time. That's for sure. Hmm. He is a... That's a roster. That's a fourth running back. That's a roster spot we could use for something else. Yeah, just saying, like another cornerback or safety. I don't know where we're gonna get them though. Yeah, I don't know. Minifield, like give Minifield a shot. Might as well. I think Minifield needs more like rehab and 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 getting up to speed. I think is what we we kind of saw in preseason. It took. Him, oh yeah. Was, Speaking of know, that dude that took his place, Murphy got a huge penalty. What was it, a block in the back or something that made us start inside the, the five or something like that? Yeah. I still don't remember that. I don't even remember him from that game last night. It's like I have a mental block of that guy. I don't remember him from the preseason. I don't remember him playing last night. Dale Murphy. I think son. I remember Dale Murphy's son. I think I remember um, Chucky saying something about it. Oh, I had to mute Chucky. It was so horrible. Oh, no, man. Was it Chucky? Chucky's bad. I like I like Mike Tirico. I I think he's a good play by play guy. All in all, I think he's he's good. And I don't think Chucky is. I think Chucky knows football pretty well, and he's not bad in other applications. But man, as the Monday Night Announcer, he drives me up the wall. And you just kept being like, "What do you say? What do you say?" And I'm like, "Crap! I don't want to have to keep listening to." <laughs> I muted it and like I know quarter. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Anyway, does that yeah. wrap it up for tonight? That wraps it up. We'll talk to episode, you guys next week. Hold on, let me get some ending music. Go ahead, John. Oh, episode 337 is in the books. We're one game in to what is not a sprint, folks, but a marathon. Yeah, a marathon. Eagles need to learn that because we're playing them again and we're beating them next time. That's right. That's right. I, I, that's what I just kept saying to people. I was like, we'll see you soon. Yep. Anyway... We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully we'll be one and one. And uh, hopefully the Cowboys lose this weekend since the Giants gave them six turnovers and they almost came back to win. Yeah. Anyway. What the? First week. Just crazy stuff. I'm going to be in Virginia Beach. I don't know if John's coming over for the game or not. Possibly. But he's been invited. Possibly. I'll be at my mom's house. I have to be very muted when I go to your house. It's very difficult. To your parents' house. It's very, very difficult to watch a game. Yeah, well, now she's got that 60-inch plasma, so it's easier than that old. Oh, that's right. That she has the TV. same one I have instead of the old, uh, the old uh, uh, square four three the square box HD with, with 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 four three with the big butt. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a console though. It used to had used to have a console there. Yeah, maybe we'll make <laughs> some of those Johnsonville brat burgers or something. Oh, man. Anyway. Talk to you guys next week. Yeah, I'll be in Virginia Beach until next Wednesday, so I don't know when we're going to do the podcast, but we'll get it in here sometime. Oh, snap. So, yeah, we may be running a little bit late last, next week, and, and uh, hopefully Josh will be back with us. Yeah. Efforting. Anyway, see you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Yes, sir. And if you see a Cowboys fan, G- wait. Joker. Joker.